Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions, and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them, and I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So, this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. 2 Nephi 1 I start out in 2 Nephi verse 1, where it says, Lehi also spake many things unto them, and rehearsed them unto them, how great things the Lord had done for them in bringing them out of the land of Jerusalem. And then I came to think, with the glasses of the knowledge that Lehi had, he had on the glasses that God was merciful and saved them. But the glasses that Laman and Lemuel had on was that they had to leave all their safety and all their riches and leave the life they loved behind for what? They didn't have the knowledge and totally different glasses on from their father. What glasses am I wearing in my life? And can I change them? And in verse 4, Lehi says, For behold, says he, I have seen a vision in which I know that Jerusalem is destroyed, and had we remained in Jerusalem, we should also have perished. But it's still a vision he had. There is no definite proof that Jerusalem had actually been destroyed. So I guess it all comes down to who do you put your trust in? How would I feel and act in the same situation? Would I have trust in my fathers, or would I doubt and try to do it my way? I read verse 5 and 6, and I got stuck on verse 6. But, says he, notwithstanding our afflictions, we have obtained a land of promise, a land which is choice above all other lands, a land which the Lord God hath covenanted with me, should be a land for the inheritance of my seed. Yea, the Lord hath covenanted this land unto me and my children forever, and also all those who would be led out of the other countries by the hand of the Lord. Wherefore I, Lehi, prophesy according to the workings of the Spirit which is in me that there shall none come into this land, save they shall be brought by the hand of the Lord. Does that mean that God had a plan when he led Columbus to the American continent? What was that plan? I would love to hear the thinking of this and what the purpose was of this colonization. I kind of like the word liberty in verse 7. Wherefore, this land is consecrated unto him whom he shall bring, and if it be so that they shall serve him according to the commandments which he hath given, it shall be a land of liberty unto them, wherefore this land is consecrated unto him whom he shall bring. And if it to be that they shall serve him according to the commandments which he hath given, it shall be a land of liberty unto them, wherefore they shall never be brought down into captivity. If so, it shall be because of iniquity. For if iniquity shall abound, cursed shall be the land for their sakes, but unto the righteous it shall be blessed forever. These plates were written about 588 to 570 before BC, and they named the statue, the Statue of Liberty. I haven't been to it, but I've been to the waterfront and have watched it standing there on the small, small island outside of Manhattan. Is it a coincidence, or is it predestined? In verse 8, it talks about keeping the land a secret from other nations that would like to overtake it, and it was what happened once it was discovered. Wherefore I, Lehi, have obtained a promise 
that inasmuch as those whom the Lord God shall bring out of the land of Jerusalem shall keep his commandments, they shall prosper upon the face of this land, and they shall be kept from all other nations, that they may possess this land unto themselves. And if it so be that they shall keep his commandments, they shall be blessed upon the face of this land, and there shall be none to molest them, nor to take away the land of their inheritance, and they shall dwell safely forever. But behold, when the time cometh that they shall dwindle in unbelief, after they have received so great blessings from the hand of the Lord, having knowledge of the creation of the earth and all men, knowing the great and marvelous work of the Lord from the creation of the world, having power given them to do all things by faith, having all the commandments from the beginning, and having been brought by His infinite goodness into this precious land of promise. Behold, I say, if the day shall come that they will reject the Holy One of Israel, the true Messiah, their Redeemer and their God, behold, the judgments of Him that is just shall rest upon them. Yea, He will bring other nations unto them, and He will give unto them power, and He will take away from them the land of their possessions, and He will cause them to be shattered and smitten. It was what happened. And I think in a way, it's what's happening to us too, but on a personal plane. If we stay strong in our faith with the right glasses on, we will be blessed and live a life full of prosperity. But if we lose sight and fall away, we will be scattered and smitten, but more of a mental and emotional way and state of being. Verse 13 Oh, that ye would awake, awake from a deep sleep, yea, even from the sleep of hell, and shake off the awful chains by which ye are bound, which are the chains which bind the children of men, that they are carried away captive down to the eternal gulf of misery and woe. What are the chains that bind us today? Is it addiction? Gambling, cell phones, pornography? Is it a life living outside of our budget to look good to everyone else? Do I live the life I want to live? Or do I live a life I want others to see me live? What glasses am I wearing? Through what lenses do I look? And what do I look at? Verse 15 But behold, the Lord hath redeemed my soul from hell. I have beheld his glory, and I am encircled about eternally in the arms of his love. He sent his Son to atone for our sins, and he encircles us in the arms of his love. Isn't that beautifully put? Just like a newborn is held by the loving arms of his mother or father, God holds us in his loving arms. Then he scolds them a little and saying this, verse 23, Awake, my sons, put on the armor of righteousness, shake off the chains with which ye are bound, and come forth out of obscurity, and arise from the dust. A father's plea or prayer for his children. He knows what will come, but as a parent, he doesn't want to give up on any of his children. And then he threatens them in verse 29. But if ye will not hearken unto him, I take away my first blessing, yea, even my blessing, and it shall rest upon him. He threatens to take away the blessing of a father from them and to leave it only to Nephi. And then he asks Zoram to be Nephi's true friend forever, or he tells Zoram that he knows he is Nephi's true friend forever. I guess knowing that Nephi had one person that was true in his heart and loyal to him made Lehi's heart a little less heavy. I know what it's like to be troubled for your children, to worry and to want to intervene but not being listened to. And yet, you have that love in your heart and hope that one day all will be well. I guess 
That is the way my heavenly parents feel about me, too. I've made my share of mistakes, and still do, but that is the way I learn. I'm just grateful that they don't give up on me, or any of us. Be the light, share the light, spread the light, shine. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share, and subscribe, and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace, and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind, and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as MP3. Also, we now have a Facebook group, which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.